Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. And Molly! Fibber McGee and Molly, with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, Dick LeGrand, and me, Harlow Wilcox. Show opens with V. Young again. in Westful Vista today, Look Who's Laughing, the picture that our friends made with Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy is having its world premiere at the Bijou Theater tonight, and everybody is in a dither. And here at the airport, where they are waiting for the arrival of Bergen's plane, we find Fibber McGee and Molly. My, my, this is an interesting place, McGee. You know, we ought to come out here oftener. I think so, too. More planes and... Oh, boy. Did you see that one, Molly? Yeah. That's one of them new military planes. One of the H-I-C-T-I-Gs. The what? Yeah. H-I-C-T-I-G. Yeah. Here it comes and there it goes. <laughs> I'm thinking about buying a plane myself. Imagine me getting a sudden call to Washington, packing my bag, dashing out here to the airport, and leaping into my plane. Out the other side and down to the railroad station. With me on your heels. No, dearie, you stay down here where the terra is firma. Yeah, but Bergen says... Mr. Bergen isn't married. Maybe he ain't now, but wait till Mrs. Uppington goes to work on him. There's a grass widow that's out to make hay. Believe me. Hello there, kids. You're just the kids I wanted to see, kids. <laughs> what can we do for you, Mr. Oldtimer? Give me a couple of tickets to the premiere tonight. How's about it? Gee, I'm sorry, Oldtimer, but we had such a demand for him that I... No, come on, Johnny. I'll be in there whistling and stomping every time you come on the screen. Well, uh, how loud can you whistle? Listen, daughter. <laughs> uh... <laughs> well, I can stop and holler, can't I? <laughs> I'll see if I can find you a couple later on, old-timer. Just now, we're waiting for Bergen and McCarthy. Oh, they flying in? No, they're coming by rowboat. <laughs> we came out here to throw them a rope. <laughs> That's pretty good, daughter, you sassy little minx. <laughs> but that ain't the way I heard it. The way I heard it, one fellow says to tell a feller, say, says, I see where... Here's an announcement. Flight 79, plane leaving gate 5 for Happy's Landing, Hot Springs, Warm Springs, Cold Springs, Chillicothe, and Orson. 
keep that guy busy announcing the planes that don't leave. Hey, old-timer, can I have a private word with you? Sure, Johnny. Excuse us a minute, daughter. Oh, that's all right, boys. I'll go inside and watch the passengers getting weighed. You know, it does things for my inferiority. I'll be back in a minute. Well, what's on your mind, Johnny? Look, I'll get you a couple of tickets for the premiere on one condition, old-timer. You want to make a deal? I'll do anything that's honest and above board, Johnny. Otherwise, it'll cost you three tickets. Look, when the picture is over, you walk back and forth amongst the people out in the lobby, see, and rave about how good I look on the screen. What do you say? Three tickets. <laughs> okay, three tickets then. But it won't hurt your conscience any. I am good. Now, remember, all you got to say is something like, Boy, that McGee is a great actor, ain't he? Good and loud. You got it? I got it. Hey, that McGee is a great actor. Ain't he good and loud? No, 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 no. You say it good and loud. Oh, I see. So all the newspaper guys will hear it. Oh, yeah. Now, here's the three tickets. Hey. And don't let me down. Okay. I'll be in there pitching, Johnny. I'll give you a build-up that'll make Gary Cooper get on his horse and ride away in the sunset. <sighs> was a great idea. Well, maybe it ain't strictly ethical, but... Well, why ain't it ethical? Well, shucks, it's just publicity, ain't it? Well, yeah, but it's kind of underhanded. What's underhanded about it? Well, it's almost bribery. It ain't any such thing as bribery. All right, Johnny. Hey, was... what oh. are you so excited about? You're all red in the face. Oh, I, I was just having a little argument. <laughs> I'm the most unreasonable guy to argue with. Hey. <laughs> He's landing at the far end of the field. Well, let's run out and meet him. No, wait here. He, he'll taxi up to the gate. What? Take a taxi for that little way? That's too extravagant. Come on. The King's Men sing, I like a balalaika. Won't you come with me down to the Russian quarter? You will hear a melody strummed by a the instrument he plays is old as love itself. It's called a balalaika. I'm speaking for myself. I like a balalaika, a Russian balalaika, because the gal I like a likes to hear the balalaika.
McCarthy, Molly. They're up in Uncle Dennis's room. He won't be here tonight. He won't? No. He said he had an all-night gin rummy session, and between the two, he probably wouldn't be home. <laughs> oh, McGee, here's Mr. Bergen and Charlie. Oh, Find everything you need upstairs, fellas? Oh, yes, Vivi, yes. We're very comfortable, thank you. And uh, you, Charlie? Oh, I'm, I'm all right, Mom. Uh, don't mind if I call you Mom, do you? <laughs> Not at all, Charlie. I love it. Good, good, good. <laughs> That's approach number 17, boys. <laughs> Make them feel maternal and you got them. <laughs> hey, where do you folks keep the bicarbonate? Well, what's the matter, Charlie? Don't you feel well? Uh, no, you know, I had 15 butterscotch Sundays when we were waiting to take off this morning, and, well, they kind of sneak up on you, you know. <laughs> you know, I remember one time I was... Oh, going to... dear. Come in. Oh, how do you do, Mrs. McGee? And Mrs. McGee. Hello, Abigail. Hi, Abby. Who's the moose in the minx, Bergen? <laughs> Charlie. Why, she's a society leader here. Mrs. Uppington, I believe. Oh, is that so? Is that so? She looks like a five and ten cent baby from a million dollar store. <laughs> Charlie, will you remember we're guests here? Uh, hey, Ed, I want you to meet a friend of ours, Mrs. Uppington. Yes, Mrs. Uppington. Uh, this is Mr. Bergen and Charlie McCarthy. Oh, yes. How do you do, Mrs. Uppington? Uh, oh, I'm simply delighted to meet you, Mr. Bergen. I've been dying to meet you. All over or just your hair again, Uppington? <laughs> Uppington has talked of nothing else for days, Mr. Bergen. You know, she's one of your greatest fans. Yeah. Well, that ought to cool you off, Bergen, huh? <laughs> I take it you're going to the premiere tonight, Mrs. Uppington? <laughs> Uppington, Charlie. Oh. Abigail Uppington. Oh, excuse me, Mrs. Uppington, excuse me. <laughs> oh, that's quite all right, you dear boy. <laughs> After all, a rose by any other name would smell. You said it, babe. You yeah. <laughs> Watch what you're saying, Charlie. Well, there's many a slip twixt your lip and my clip, Bergen. Yes. <laughs> you know that. Ah, <laughs> oh, Charlie is such an irrepressible little fella, Abigail. Of course, my dear, I understand. Oh, and I'm so glad I met them, so I could invite you all over to my home after the theater tonight for midnight supper. Oh, well, thanks, Uppy. We'll be there. I always have an appetite after watching one of my performances, Uppy. <laughs> you ought to. You're strictly from hunger. <laughs> Fibber did a wonderful job in that picture. Yes, wonderful. Yes, sir. Job. Yes, sir. I remember what you said after the first day shooting, Charlie. Well, what did I say, now? What did I say? I know what you says. You says, what a character man he is. Yeah? That's exactly what you said, Charlie. No, no, not exactly. No, not exactly. Well, what I said was, man, what a character he is. I know. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, how about this midnight supper, Bergen? Shall we sneak over to Snooks for a snack? Well, of course, huh? Sure. And <laughs> they have some laughs. Huh? Yes. Yes, we'll be there, Mrs. Uppington, and thank you. Oh, splendid, splendid. And it would be such a lovely night. I do want you to see my garden by moonlight, Mr. Bergen. Uh -oh. <laughs> well, see you there. Hasta la wistful vista, as we say in Spain. <laughs> made quite an impression on her, Mr. Bergen. All you got to do to impress her is wear trousers and speak English. <laughs> and broken English would do. Uh, oh, a very charming woman, I thought. Now, careful there, Edgar. She's setting her cap for you. Oh, my goodness, not that, not that. Not that. Well, what's wrong with that, Charlie? Did you ever see Bergen in a cap? <laughs> 
seen Ed in a cap, and I thought he looked pretty smooth, Charlie. Well, he looks a lot smoother without it. Oh. <laughs> well, if you'll all excuse me, I've got to run up and get dressed. It's almost time to go to the theater. Oh, certainly, Molly. We'll run along now. I will just hey, take... How about... Oh, hello, Edgar. Hello, Charlie. Oh, hello, Harlow. Well, if it isn't the old polish promoter... <laughs> How's your linoleum today, Mr. Wilcox? <laughs> pretty perky, Charlie. How's your coffee? Percolating pretty, pal. <laughs> Are you going to the premiere tonight and see yourself on the screen, Mr. Wilcox? Oh, gee, I don't know, Molly. I'm scared. I guess I've got stage fright. Oh, you've got to be there, Harlow. You'll be expected to say a few words into the microphone, you know, for the crowd. Honest, will I? Why, yes. Oh, it's easy, Mr. Wilcox. You just say what everybody else says. I hope you will enjoy seeing this picture half as much as we enjoyed making it. <laughs> <laughs> Work like dogs. Yeah. <laughs> What's right always you. Yeah. Oh, you mustn't be nervous, Mr. Wilcox. Well, I am. <laughs> it's a vicious circle, isn't it? <laughs> well, how about us, Wilcox? Uh, we were in there, too, you know. What do you mean, Charlie? Well, why don't you say after the movie, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy a grand cup of delicious coffee? Yes, in your beautiful, gleaming, spotless kitchen. Darn it, he did it again, didn't he? <laughs> Doesn't he ever lose his gusto, Fever? <laughs> no. Well, I simply must be getting dressed, and you boys had better be getting into your dinner clothes, too. I believe you're right, Molly. Come on, Charlie. Uh, go ahead, Ben. Go ahead. I'm going to wear pajamas. Oh, oh, but pajamas aren't dinner clothes, Charlie. Well, they are if you eat in bed. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll go away, all of you. There's a book here I want to read. It. What is it, Charlie? Well, it's it's uh, it's Peoria High School Annual for 1912. <laughs> it's a murder story. Yes, it is. What do you mean? Story. Well, look at this picture of you. It kills me. <laughs> Come on, Molly. Come on, Ed. He's a character. Peoria High School. I'll bet he was voted the student most likely to succeed, making a chump of himself. It. <laughs> you know, I'll... Uh, come in, come in, come in. Hi, Mr. McGee. Oh, <laughs> you're not Mr. McGee. No, you can say that with a glad smile. <laughs> My interesting little intruder. Gee, I bet you're Charlie McCarthy, I bet you. I am, I am, indeed I am. Charles McCarthy, man of the world, man about town, and man of pumps, boys, I'm going to work. <laughs> uh, you, uh, you're a local girl, beautiful? <laughs> huh? I see, you one of the neighborhood nifties or one of the more impressive imports? <laughs> Not that I don't want to be personal, because I do. <laughs> well, I live in that greenhouse across the street. Is that so? A greenhouse, huh? <laughs> Most appropriate, I blooming well think, my blossom. <laughs> <laughs> you mean it's a bouquet, I'm okay, huh? Yeah. <laughs> You're the girl of my dreams. Let's take a walk in my sleep sometime. <laughs> How's about a date for the premiere tonight, huh? Oh, I bet you don't want to go out with me, Mr. McCarthy. Oh, come, come. Let's not stand on formality. Let's jump on its face. <laughs> call me Charlie, huh? Or better than that, wouldn't you like to call me Chuck, huh? <laughs> yes, I would, Chuck. Oh, no, not would, Chuck. <laughs> Charlikins. Oh, that's better, Charlikins. Uh, would you say it again? 
Charlie can. <sighs> Mozart never wrote music like that. Come over here and sit by me, angel face. Let's discuss us. I guess I better be going home. I gotta do my homework. Homework? Oh, tush, tush. Going out with me is a liberal education. Well, if Bergen was more liberal with me, I could be more liberal. Well, let's face facts. <laughs> you know, I could go for a girl like you. Gee, could you? Yes, indeed. How about a, a little kiss? Uh, you good at oscillating? No, I always fall down. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, what was that? You said, was I good at ice skating, and I said, I always fall down. So, ice skating and osculating are two very different things, my demi-debutant. Or didn't you know? Sure, I know, I betcha. In ice skating, you got to keep your feet, and in osculating, you got to keep your head. And if you think you're getting anywhere with that fast pattern, you better get back in your den before somebody collects the bounty on you. So, goodbye, Wolf. <laughs> my schooner and call it no sale. <laughs> hey, Bergen, lay on my evening clothes. I'm going with you. <laughs> on the Tilton Sings, I see a million people. I see a million people, but all I can see Thanks, 
Excuse me, mister, but am I too late to see look who's laughing? I couldn't find a place to park. I'm sorry, sir, it's just about over. In fact, it is over. You better stand to one side. Here comes the crowd now. Very <laughs> <laughs> good picture. Yes, I enjoyed it. Well, Molly, what do you think? Pretty good stuff, eh? Well, I thought it was very good, McGee. How was I? Well, I don't know. I was busy watching me. <laughs> I don't know, and for the same reason. <laughs> oh, oh, hello, Mayor Latrivia. Uh, did you like the picture? Yes, indeed, Mrs. McGee. I thought you did a simply splendid piece of work. Uh, how about me, Trivial? Is it true what they say about me being another Barrymore? It's possible, if there must be another Barrymore. <laughs> In the box office. I want to use the telephone and call the newspapers. I'm going to tell them what a success it was. Come on, Molly. Hey, Bud, you mind if I use your telephone? Who are you? Don't you know? He was the star of the picture tonight. Oh, oh yes. I didn't recognize you, Mr. Bergen. Uh, go right ahead and use the phone. Uh, Hurry up, McGee. I want to go out and hear what people are saying. Okay, okay. Hello, operator. Give me the Wistful Vista Gazette or the... Huh? Oh, is that you, Mert? Uh, you're at a time like this. How's every little thing, Mert? It is, eh? What's that, Mert? Your brother. Thrown in the Hoosgow, eh? Oh, heavenly days. What for, McGee? The police force elected him king of the cops for 1941, and they're building him a throne in the Hoosgow. <laughs> they're building him a throne in the Hoosgow. <laughs> Line's all busy. Okay, I'll call later. Goodbye, Mert. Why don't you do it again? Come on, Mert. Thanks, bud. Okay, Mr. Bergen. Oh, yes, I thought that wild airplane scene was the most exciting. It was a dishwashing scene that got me. I never and went to the
doing it, didn't we, dearie? Yeah, but I don't know. As good as I was in it, I, I really think I could still do better if, they, if I had the... You know, that's what everybody says. <laughs> they do? Gee, ain't that wonderful? Oh, say, McGee. Huh? I almost forgot. Huh? RKO called this morning, and they want you to come back. Hot dog. They do? To make another picture? No. You left your correspondence course in How to Act in the dressing room. <laughs> Good night. Good night, all. <laughs>